0: Welcome to the County Pulse, Episode 3. This podcast is developed by the Virginia Association of Counties and shares with our listeners the pulse of Virginia's county governments. I'm Dean Lynch, Executive Director of ACO, and your host for this segment on combating the opioid crisis in Virginia's counties. Our segment today is sponsored by Monty Dice, President of Asset Protection Group, in partnership with AFLAC. My guest today is Angela Inglett. Director of Program Development with the Virginia Association of Counties. Angela, we are losing too many lives to this addiction, and we have too many people unable to gain employment because of this problem. I know that you have written a series on opioid problems facing our Virginia counties in the twelve oh seven to ninety five blog that's hosted on the VACO website. Can you tell us what is an opioid? And what types of medication or illicit drugs can be categorized as an opioid?
1: Hi, Dean. It's good to be here today. Uh, to answer your question, I'm going to kind of break it up into three parts. So what many folks would recognize an, as an opioid or are prescription medications, and those medications are substances like oxycodone, hydrocodone, or morphine. Folks might know those as Oxycontin, loritab, or Vicodin. They can relieve pain very well, but they can also be very dangerous and addictive. Uh, In addition, there is another category of uh, illegal drugs like heroin. They would be an illegal uh, illicit substance of of opioid. Then we have synthetic opioids like fentanyl. And those also can be a pharmaceutical to relieve very strong pain. But more widely, unfortunately, in the United States, they're used as an illegal substance, often mixed with heroin. It's a very, very dangerous drug. And uh, some would say it's about 50 to 100 times uh, stronger than heroin. Wow.
0: Well, how did we get to this place of crisis in Virginia?
1: Well, you know, Virginia got there, as did much of the country. In the early 90s, OxyContin and other prescription opioids were approved by the FDA and then widely marketed and prescribed to folks to treat all types of pain. Some would say that they were overprescribed by physicians and that neither the physician nor the consumer were aware of how addictive these types of medications actually were. Of course, like many addictive substances, uh, they were soon diverted away from their original course and uh, were, were introduced into the, to the illegal market. So folks who were taking them in good faith became addicted. Folks who took them uh, for the purposes of getting high obviously became addicted. And um, so from there, we went to um, paint. I'm sorry, we went to uh, pill mills where doctors um, and and some were just kind of prescribing these to anyone who would like them. That made it even worse. And um, then, unfortunately, um, as this the prescription issue became more, um, more prevalent and there was an awareness about that, prescriptions began to, um, to be decreased. And then folks uh, went to heroin and then from heroin to fentanyl mixed with heroin, which is, a, again, a very dangerous combination.
0: Well, what is the outlook for the Commonwealth? And how hard has the Commonwealth been hit by this addiction problem?
1: Virginia has been hit very hard. Uh, There are states that are, uh, again, unfortunately in in worse conditions, but Virginia still has been hit very hard by this. Uh, The most recent data I've seen is for the year 2016. During that year, there were over 460 deaths due to prescription opioid overdoses, over 800 deaths due to heroin and fentanyl overdoses, and then there were about 1,400 ER visits uh, due to some sort of um, of opioid uh, condition.
0: Are there financial resources available for Virginians? To combat this crisis,
1: sure. So the Department of Health and Human Services in the federal government has dedicated quite a few, um, quite a few resources here for folks. They. have given out millions of dollars to states and political subdivisions of states, which would include counties. And some of those include grants or um, just through various types of of agencies under HHS. For instance, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration offers competitive grants to states and counties and cities and, and a wide variety of other folks.
0: What are our counties in Virginia doing to combat this crisis?
1: So this is a very difficult uh, situation to address. I don't think anyone has uh, the silver bullet to fix this, but many counties are really putting up a great uh, fight to, to take care of this issue within their their counties. So, for instance, Fairfax County has a task force that is raising awareness on the issue, expanding drug takebacks, and appropriating additional funds for medication-assisted treatment within treatment so- facilities within Fairfax County. Um, The cities, I'm sorry, the counties of Chesterfield, Hanover, and Henrico also created a summit in August of 2017 that tried to, again, raise awareness and increase training for a drug called naloxone. And naloxone is the drug that you may have heard about and our listeners may have heard about that um, and assist those who have been overdosed or who are overdosing on opioids to um, to kind of reverse the, the deadly impacts of that overdose and, and be able to let, survive that episode. Um, and then Chesterfield County actually has a, a program called HARP, which is the Heroin Addiction Recovery Program. And that program is specifically geared towards inmates within the correctional uh, system, and it helps those individuals overcome opioid addiction and in in, um, so that they can go forward and live lives uh, where they are not, uh, you know, chained to the substance, and where they are not continually reoffending and ending up back in the correctional facility.
0: And I believe the Harp Award was a Vaco Achievement Award winner in two thousand seventeen. Yes, it correct? was.
1: It was. Yes.
0: And I think one of the beauties of that program is that all counties can emulate that project and uh, be able to, to provide that service uh, throughout, the, throughout all 95 counties.
1: It is, that is true, yes. Uh, you know, it's very important with an epidemic of this magnitude and, uh, you know, just a, a crisis that uh, everyone is trying to solve for counties and states to be able to learn from each other as to what could benefit their citizens and what could, you know, spur recovery on.
0: Well, what other information can the opioid series on the blog post 1207-95 to share with our readers?
1: Well, this blog was started as a resource for our members and for its readers. So, on the first uh, blog post regarding opioid addiction, you'll find resources to better understand the history and the current outlook of the epidemic. You know, sharing a little bit more than what I've I've shared here. You also find um, a dashboard that can be accessed via the Department of uh, Virginia Department of Health. Sorry, um, uh, website. You can find out very specific information about your county, the death rate. Um, overdose rate and so forth. You also find um, a report from the White House on the history and current outlook for opioid addiction in the nation. On the second post, uh, you'll find more information about the drug naloxone that I I previously mentioned. And there are several studies regarding naloxone and the benefits, um, some of the the problems associated with naloxone use, uh, or at least the problems under some of the the studies' allegations regarding naloxone use. And then on the third blog post, you'll find information and resources relating to medication assisted treatment, in which uh, folks who are struggling with addiction to opioids are able to find some options. Uh, for medication that may assist them in recovery.
0: Let's talk local resources. What local resources can you direct our listeners to for more information on this on this topic?
1: Well Again, depending on what type of resources you're looking for, folks could reach out to their uh, community services board for information about mental health or with substance abuse. Folks could also reach out to their local law enforcement agency that could assist them with drug take-back information or... Or if they uh, suspect that someone that they love is struggling with abuse, you could also um, you know, reach out to your local uh, board of supervisors as to what that county is specifically doing uh, to address this issue.
0: I think in many counties also the community corrections is also dealing with addiction problems and trying to provide counseling along with uh, mandatory drug courts in many counties.
1: Sure. Yep. Drug courts are are a newer resource. I think that many uh, counties have begun to utilize.
0: Angela, thank you for being with us and sharing your thoughts on The County Pulse.
1: Thank you for having me.